fan. I didn't go to the farm. I thought you were at the Karn family no, farm. Karin went to the Karn uh, family farm. Oh, um, by her lonesome. I had I was moving, you know, last week, oh. so I it worked out well. I mean, yeah. So she was back in Westbrook. Came back. How's Mittens doing? Uh, well, it's adjustment. There, there, are a lot of hissing going on. Well, that's between me and Karin. I, I think all the cats. <laughs> <Okay>, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if pets are pets. I mean, people know. You know, it's they're uh, to very ter- cats are very territorial, and they don't necessarily like someone invading their territory. And so, it can take some time, but it's it's all going to work out. I hope. <laughs> so, anyway, good to be here. I know I shocked you by coming I, in here. Why? Well, you know, because last week I must not I must not have been listening, just waiting for my turn to talk. I thought you were insistent that you were going to be at oh. the game today, live from the stadium, regardless oh. of when it started. Oh no! I, if that's it had been at one o'clock, I thought it was going to be a one o'clock so, start or something. So, I, so that's what I thought you were going to do. You're right. going to use the old excuse. I got to sure. cover the game, which is hang around the batting cage. Well, which is which is more what it really is. Is you you're much like Taylor Swift. You want to be seen up in one of the suites. <laughs> I want to be seen. Well, there's Mark Rosen. No, they don't, I'm, I'm, no, how I'm many, not in the suite. How many people would turn on their TV? If oh. they heard Mark Rosen's in a suite at Target Field, just oh. to catch a glimpse of you, much Zero. like much like Tate. No, no, no. You're you are to, uh, to Minneapolis what Taylor Swift is to. Yeah, okay. This is a really odd way to start this hour. Well, this is what true. Way to, no, it's not. I've been waiting for this. Oh well, I'll let you go with it then. The people would love to see you there, and I thought that's what you wanted to do. And well, then, I, and no, then I when, did, when I texted you and I said, "Hey, I know, I, know. I game shocked you." Three thirty-eight. I said. Uh, Plenty of time. Plenty of time for you to do the show here and get on down to the stadium. And then I thought right away you'd be going, I'm doing the show at the game. I don't right. want to deal with traffic. This and that. Right. And you said works out perfectly. Yeah. And I thought, I thought, he's just saying that because I know. He, if he says, oh, I, if he says, no, no, I'm I'm going to the game. I'm sorry. That's what I'm going to do. Then I would bombard you with text messages saying, you, you know, where's your dedication to the show? Oh, I know. That of course. But here you are. I'm, well, I I'm think a, part of it, you know, I, I had a school stories to do out at uh, Vikings out of TCO with Pete Versich and uh, our guest, Dwayne Washington, which will be heard on these very airwaves on uh, Friday night at 630. Former uh, number one draft pick of the Vikings, yep. defensive back back in the day, 1994, I believe. Yeah. Um, so I was out doing that and then came down here. It just worked out fine. And I can get downtown in 12 minutes and. Be safely tucked away and ready to go. So yeah, you're doing uh, seats or press box. I hope press box. Okay. But, you know, we're just talking. I don't. I mean, I, I don't know if I have a seat in the press box. I hope I do, but I don't know. Hundred percent. I, I guess I'll find out when I get there. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's look at uh, you guys have been pumping it up, and uh, I, you know, it's uh, you know, we 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 start talking about 
baseball and the twins, you know, back in spring training and guessing and what what's going to look like. And then the game, the season starts in April. We know it's a long grind. It's all summer and spring and summer. And people go through different seasons with school years and fishing trips and graduations. And the season just keeps going. Tick tock, tick tock. And, and the fact that, I mean, you think about how this tw- twins team has transformed. I mentioned it this morning without you know, Byron Buxton on the, uh, the, the guys who are, they were kind of counting on. At least to contribute, Byron Buxton, you know the, the Joey Gallows of the world. Um, I mean, my gosh, there's a few others I'm missing right now. But um, you know, they're this sort of had a transform a transformation of the of this team, and obviously now, and, and Royce Lewis is going to be DH in this afternoon in the third spot. Uh, the young Castro has been playing well. Julian players that we hadn't even really talked about at the beginning of the year, but it comes back and you talked about it always. It does come back to pitching and not just the starters, but in the playoffs in particular, and we've seen it time and time again, because we've unfortunately been spectators most of the time uh, when we watch the playoffs that it becomes a, you know, an arms battle. I mean, it's just who's got the best bullpen. Who's got the guys that come on the fifth, sixth inning and just start firing bullets and keep your team in it or, or, Shut the team down and and uh, and end up you know that's just the way the game is played now for every Verlander or Garrett Cole or or you know maybe a Gaussman who's pitching today. I mean, you you rely on your bullpen, and I think the Twins are in the the best shape they've been in. Certainly, a lot better than a couple of years ago um, as a roster, as maturity, as experienced, and as with some young arms, and they have been in a long time. That means. It guarantees nothing, but I'm just saying I think if the streak is going to end, uh, and hopefully today, um, I think this roster is set up uh, better than it has been in their, pre, in their most recent postseason entrees. Do you like parades? Are you suggesting we might I, see a parade here? No, I'm not suggesting that okay. at all. I, and I'm looking over at that, the Homer Hankey that's on the desk over here. I have one over here. You know, I, I just... You know, and I, you know me, I'm kind of a, a baseball romantic. I always have been, always will be. And I, a I don't, hopeless romantic. I, I am, but I, I, I'm, you know, not just because, you know, like sports movies are always the best ones that have been baseball movies, except for, you know, maybe the Miracle on, you know, Miracle. What was your favorite baseball movie? Man, that's a tough one. Mine is easy. The Monty Stratton story. The, <laughs> I thought you could tell me the Jimmy Pearsall no. story. Monty Stratton? You know Monty Stratton, yeah, right? I, I, you really throw me for a loop sometimes. Tenby, fear you fear strikes Mon- out. Do you That's know the mine. Monty no. Stratton story? No. <laughs> played with a peg leg. He was a yeah, pirate. He, he sure was. He played for the Pirates. He was a pirate. Got and his he, leg blown yeah. off. No. But he I, did. Well, he had, he was, it was, wasn't it like a hunting accident? I think it was. It was yeah. a hunting accident. Um, and he actually, I mean, it's not like he no, went on to start him, but he went back out and worked oh, his way back to absolutely. Go I remember a, I saw it not that long ago. He it was, did a movie it was, called The Monty Stratton. It was on on the uh, the, the TV thing, um, but I I just think you know, and I'm listening to Tana B, who's a little older, but you know, I, I I think and everyone says, well, you know, last time the Twins won a playoff game in 2004, you know, Joe Marr was seven, whatever it was, you know, I, it, they have all these. Royce Lewis was in third grade or what? I I, I just think that it's. Um, to experience what we were able to experience in 87 and 91, of course, with the World Series championships. And they've they've won a few games since then of the postseason. But to understand how this builds up, and it, it starts today. It doesn't end today. By, by winning today, does you know, it would be nice to get the proverbial you know monkey off your back and, and say, oh, you finally ended the longest streak. 
But um, I, for my money still, and I can be a neutral observer, the eighth and ninth innings of a playoff game, when you're protecting a one-run lead or trying to come back from a one and the tension, and now we have the pitch clock. Thank God. Thank God. Because those some of these playoff games, they even go on and on and on. Um, I think the drama in those moments is, are as good as any in sports. When when you have those situations, I mean, you know, you got a reliever and he's got to he's got to get that guy out, and crowd is roaring, and it'd be nice to experience that again. Is what I'm saying here, and I hope the, the next have, generation. If you really think that's some of the the biggest dramas, you must not watch much pickleball on TV. I have seen enough pickleball on TV to, to satisfy tension. That's my tension filled <laughs> pickleball. Pickleball's tension yeah, filled. it's really. Really taken off from well, it is from a standpoint of participation, but uh, not just that they have pro pickleball now on TV. I know it's, they do. I I spent thirty seconds of my life watching it that I'm not going to get back. But um, yeah, I mean, I hey, I applaud everybody playing it. It's it's great. Anybody anything to stay active, it's it's wonderful. But to watch it on TV, I um, I don't think so. I made the declaration that I thought the Twins would get out of the first round. I just heard you say that. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, me, Mr. Gadfly, yeah. Mr. Negative, Mr. Glass, half a, living the pessimistic life that I embrace. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to say that, but I, right. there, it's my Gadfly sense is tingling. Though, as I also said to Tennessee, couldn't you also see it's so Minnesota to have Pablo first in and gives up four oh, runs. Oh, my God. And... We, we you know we we go down with three strikeouts bottom of the first yeah. then one of our players gets hurt out for the yeah. you know you could see it happening uh, <laughs> Bryce but, Lewis twi- tweaks his right, hamstring exactly. on his yeah. first, first swing right exactly you could see that happening because it's just so Minnesota and I hopefully it doesn't but I I think they can get out of the first round I mean well sure they can it, it, I mean even I, the odds makers I have some odds that might be of interest sure to. this is from a bet online. Uh, they say that uh, they have uh, the Blue Jays and Twins as a coin flip, both at minus one ten. Yeah, both I, at minus one ten. They are a coin flip, and I think that's the way this series. I think most people would agree with that. I think over the weekend, I it, it you know again everything was changing so fast and trying to keep up with the other teams was kind of a ridiculous exercise, um, but. I, I thought Houston may have been the team or Texas, Houston, and that's the team now. And even though they may not be as formidable as they once were, they're still a really good baseball team. And that's the one I thought the Twins would be playing, and, and I, that's the one I feared in the first round more than, uh, let's just say, Toronto. I mean, I, I think Toronto's a really good team, and they have a lot of strengths, obviously, starting with the guy who's starting today on the mound. But um, the Twins, I feel, match up pretty well with them, and, and especially because of their... You know, the left-handed hitters they have, the lineup they have, and the, the kind of the, the maturity that they have on this team, and you know, I, again, it, it, it's you got to you got to do the things that you did in the month of September. The Twins had a really good month of September, clean slate. You got to start up again and then play that same style of ball. And, and you know, I, I, the guys, like the Castros and the Ryan Jeffers. I mean, the, these guys who are playing at a high level, Walner. I mean. Surprise players who we really, really weren't even talking about. Uh, Julian, the leadoff hitter, who's you know got a really good on base percentage. These are these are key players for this team now. Um, and so uh, you know, yeah, I, I like their chances in this series. I mean, it would be you got all again. You got all. You're not going back to Toronto. I know it's not always the biggest advantage uh, having home field. But it should be in this in a short series like this. What do you think their chances are to? to win the American League pennant. The odds makers, the odd, oh, my, w- bet.org, 
Yeah. Says the Twins have the worst chance of the American League teams. They have of any of them. Okay. They have been nineteen to two. Yeah. Which is is that plus nine fifty? That's what it says here. Is that what they tend to be? You got to help me. You're the betting guy. Plus nine. Nineteen to two to win the American League pennant. Nineteen to two to win the American League pennant. Plus then it says plus basically ten to one odds. Yeah, Yeah. very close to ten. Well, sure, because you take again, you take Houston and. And Baltimore. I mean, those are the two. They have Houston, Baltimore. They even, the Rays, Rangers, and Jays are all favored over the Twins, according to Bet. Even though this series is considered more of a toss-up. Yes. And to win the World Series. The Twins are not rock bottom there. That's Arizona and Miami. Yeah. It is the Twins at 20 to 1. Well, I would say, I would tell you, um, for the kids out there, that the Twins were big underdogs to the Tigers in 87 in the ALCS. Um, you know, they, they've also played Toronto in 91 in the playoffs. I don't know if they were, if Toronto was heavily favored. I don't think they were heavily favored, but they were favored. But, um, the twins, you know, were not considered to be necessarily the best, the best team. You know, there, there are teams that we've seen time and time again. You know, it's all, it's not, it's not a science. I mean, you just have to have, you gotta have some breaks, but you gotta have the pitching and you've talked about it since day one. Um, the two guys and with all the controversy and all the conversations that we've had about the trade that was made with, with Lopez for Luis Arise, who won another batting title. Correct. I think if and you look Lopez back is starting game one. Yeah. I mean, of the you got to look at it and go, man, that was a hell of a trade for both teams. So the both, both teams got what they wanted out of it. What you, what, correct. What you won't see today is Byron Buxton. He's not on right. the loss. We'll get Rosen's thoughts on sure. that. When we come back on the other side of the break, got a couple of text messages. That I want to get to as well because Mark's in for the first time this week. We'll see what he thinks about the the Twins and the Gophers, or the Vikings and the Gophers, both winners over the weekend. We'll break. We'll come back with more Common Man Program here on The Fan. The Fan and two men in the junk truck want to give you a shot to put a grand in your hand with our national cash contest. Enter the keyword win at KFN.com. Now for your shot of winning, that keyword is win. Enter now at KFN.com. Just jump into it. Y'all hear about it? The P's will do it. Get started. Get stupid. Follow the fan this football season on Twitter and Instagram, and you could win $100 in gas money thanks to your local Chevy dealers. One winner will be chosen every Friday. Brought to you by your select Heartland Chevy dealers. Find new roads. Common, this is Dane. I'm in Pennsylvania now. Grew up Minnesota boy, but... You're forgetting about Brad Radke, game one of the 0-2 AD, ALDS. I mean, he and uh, the Twins came back in dramatic fashion. I think won that one 6-5. to five. I was a sophomore in college, had class, came back, was hearing the bad news, and then could not believe the score when I got back to the dorm room. So uh, anyway, don't forget about that. Game one, Radke, go Twins. The anticipation is killing me, matter of fact, so much so. Genie's bottle where you rub it oh, of and the course. genie pops out and you get right. three wishes. Yeah. My first wish would be for three more wishes. Then my second wish would be that it's 338. I would be willing to give up an hour. <laughs> right now. Use one of those wishes and an hour and what, yeah. 10, 15 minutes just so that game would be starting right you now. You can get on your Barca right? lounger and uh, you are kick correct. back. Um, we have some breaking news, Tennessee. Okay. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've often been referred to as the Radio Romeo. Mm-hmm. Last week of September, first week of September, uh, I have some um, a report card that says 
from noon to three, the number one radio station with women, 18 to 34, KFAN. Wow. The younger women, too. Look at the smile on your face. I'm blushing a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, baby. So I, I've tried to tell people on the radio, Romeo. Yeah. And, and, and people and, go, oh, sure. Well, there it is. And right people there. think it's just a male-dominated, hardcore sports. And let me just say this. Okay. The numbers are astonishing. I mean, they would make yeah. anybody blush. If, if you got these men 25 to 54, sure. you'd be impressed. <laughs> the women, women, they love the common man. They really do. You know what it is? The alley cat charm. <laughs> is that under, what it is? Under, under this gruff exterior. Yeah. Look at it. Look at this. Look well, at this. And here's the other thing, too. Is look at the look at this face. You'll often see women when they like at the fair. The first thing they do is they grab my collar and start right. pulling. You know why? You know why they're doing no. that? They're looking for the switch. Uh, they're going. Can't find it. You, well, yeah, yeah, I can't turn it no, off. No. This charm. It's 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 not like I turn it on and off. It's just who I am. My goodness. Well, you've you've heard Lava Bloom Gal before, haven't you? I have not. Tennessee, he's never heard Lava Bloom Gal before. Yeah, he has. Wait, Lava Lava Bloom Gal. No, I, I just remember uh, Play the beginning of it. He's just me. bad with artist names. That's all. Yeah, that's that's what it is. <laughs> that's that who that is. This is Lava Bloom Gal. Uh, she lives out in San Francisco now. She went and put flowers in her hair and went out to San Francisco. Well, she used good to place be here, to be. She used to be here locally. Yeah. And she wrote a little song. Oh, common man. One text message to say, why do you assume the young female listenership is because of you? Well, I think that song kind of proves it, well, doesn't it? That's a, she has a beautiful voice. Yeah, she I, I, I have I've never heard that before. Her brother gave me her phone number because uh-huh. she said she's agreed to come on the air uh, with us and talk about her. Uh, on the air. Uh, about writing the songs. We'll do that, Tennessee. I'll get that number along to maybe the next couple of weeks. We'll have Lava Bloom Gala. Oh. So. I just want to thank the uh, female persuasion. Are we sure that's why you got her number? Uh, was it for some other reason? I never know. But let's just say that... Um, you think it's I, only for on-air? We thank the uh, the young ladies for appreciating the nonstop nonsense.
the tomfoolery and the skullduggery that is Congrats. the Common Man program. Uh, your Gopher Club, it did not look good at the half. It's like, maybe, maybe... Oh, go over football. Go over, go over okay. football team. Okay. After after getting after the beat after blowing a twenty one point lead to Northwestern, right? They're down at the half to the Rage and Cajuns, and I'm thinking maybe that wasn't just you mm-hmm. know that the Northwestern game may have just been a blip on the radar screen. Maybe maybe this team isn't very good. Now I'm not suggesting because we came back and beat the Rage and Cajuns all as well in the world, but they did come back and win. But the the, the team's not in a great spot right now. I know, especially with Michigan looming on Saturday. Well, you know, it's you knew this was coming. I mean, and uh, yeah. Kudos! They came back and did what they had to do to win, and that's you know you don't take anything away from from that. I mean, it's still um, a head shaker for me to understand how they lo- lost a thirty-one to ten lead to that Northwestern team um, in front of you know fifty fans on the road in that game, and how easy uh, Northwestern was able to move the ball up and down the field. Now, again, we were talking during the break. I mean, it, the level of competition. We've both watched some really good Michigan teams over the years, and. You know, it always comes down to Michigan, Ohio State, pretty much. You know, that's the Big Ten. Penn State gets in there once in a while. And um, this Michigan team, I watched en- enough of that Nebraska game. Uh, although when I put it on, I think that Michigan was already had 14 nothing, like in a moment's notice. They're, um, they're loaded. They're locked and loaded. They, they play a whole, they're on a different level. <laughs> they just are. I guess they could turn the ball over. They could do some foolish things. I, I don't know. And I'm not suggesting the Gophers are going to get shut out. I think they'll be able to potentially put up some points on the board. But my goodness, uh, they're deep. They're talented. They're disciplined. Um, uh, Harbaugh's got those guys playing, you know, um, you know, as good as any team in the country. And I, I think, you know, some of the, the traditional powers might be, I was saying they're down a little bit, but Georgia, Alabama, you know, you know, they're just, Michigan's right there. I mean, they're, they're um, in the Big Ten many times can be, I'm saying outclassed, out out finessed, well, out athlete. I mean, when they play some the SEC team, powerhouse teams, but the other, man, this team looks really, really well, good. Well, and, and the other thing with Michigan is, if I'm not mistaken, I think I have my numbers correct. Since Harbaugh has been there, I think his first four or five games against Ohio State, they mm-hmm. lost. Michigan they did. did not yeah. beat them. Yeah, and you just you can't lose that game. No. That that's after a while. It's like you. I don't know. Lose your most, job. I don't know if most coaches would survive losing to him twice, right. much less five times. But he is the legendary Jim Harbaugh. I think they've won the last two times they've played Ohio State. And you know, right now, yeah. I, if the two when the, the when, if when the two teams play, if they, uh, I, I would pick, I, I'd pick Michigan. Right I now. agree with you. I've watched more Michigan. I've watched some Ohio State because baby brother Peter's yeah. there, and I watched them. But right. right now, I'd probably still take uh, take Michigan. Yeah, they're just. I mean, it, you know, the, the Gophers playing on national TV here on on Saturday night, and you know, it's a big weekend. Uh, actually, the week starts today, and then about an hour with the, the Twins series against you know Toronto potentially going through Thursday, and then you know you get the Gophers Michigan, you get the Kansas City Chiefs coming in here Sunday afternoon. So, you know, it's a festive weekend whether it'll be successful or not remains to be seen because you got one of the top college teams in the country and then of course the the defending Super Bowl champs uh, coming to town as well we'll talk more twins and Vikings on the other side of the break Tenby I want you to ponder this question though uh, during the break who do you think is more popular with women 18 to 24 Taylor Swift or Comet (laughs) (laughs) looks like it might be the old Comet man we'll break we'll come back one more segment to go Comet man program on the fan Oh, this is ladies' night. Oh, what a night. Oh, this is ladies' night. And the feeling's right. Oh, this is ladies' night. Fan, the fan. 
Hey, kick off the Vikings versus Chiefs game on October 8th, a Sunday, with Chris Jansen live at the Commons at U.S. Bank Stadium. This pregame concert presented by Miller Lite is free and open to the public starting at 10.30 a.m. Head over to KFN.com, keyword calendar for more info. Messages coming into the Bradshaw and Brian Camping text line at breakneck speed 64686. You would think they would be twins related, Gopher or Vikings, but most of them are Radio Romeo related. This one Ooh. says, Common, don't forget about us older women. We love you too. Wow. Yeah, baby. Thank you. Here's another one that says, um, Big O, the Radio Romeo still has it. And I do. And then, yeah, baby. Another one, and I can't find it, but I'll paraphrase it. He said, What does Potato think about yeah, what does potato that, think? that song? But, but then he said, he forgot my second wife hasn't been born yet. So <laughs> I got that uh I got that going for me, which is nice. Um uh, Byron Buxton left off the wild card yeah. roster. Uh, I I expected that. I did not think he would be on. I, I wouldn't have been shocked if he was on it, but I'd have been surprised if he was on it. What do you Well, think? yeah, I I agree. I mean, he would have been playing at St. Paul the last uh week and a half. I mean, really consistently playing and and maybe even making the trip to Colorado. Uh, against major league uh, opponent, if you want to use Colorado as a major league opponent, but yes, and, but because none of that happened, um, and I know this about Byron Buxton. He's uber competitive. Uh, he wants to play more than anyone can imagine. And I know people. It's easy to you know throw him out of the, the the guy and, and to understand what he's been beset with because uh, uh, he's 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 so talented for a long long time there. I mean, when Buxton was going well. He was the engine that, that drove this team, and and even this year, I mean, we just, we just had that streak going. So it's it's disheartening. I feel bad for him. I, I, I mean, it's nothing to do with the money he's making, or you know, I, I, people understand that. But there's a there's a reason why he's he wanted to get into the baseball. He's a major league talent. And he's got a lot of talent, but you you just hope that somehow, some way, he can uh, get healthy and stay healthy. We're an hour away from the first pitch, exactly. Uh, yes, three thirty-eight first pitch. Uh, winds are blowing hard out there. Sustained winds of 20 to 30 miles per hour, which could, well, obviously will be a fact. The only thing I don't know, what direction are they? Are they going out? Are they coming in? I I, I don't know, but either way, it'll be a significant factor, whether it's blowing in and holding balls from going out or if it's helping them go, we could be in a slugfest, but it certainly uh, uh, should be a factor today because we're not just talking about light and variable winds. We're talking 20 to 30. It's strong and it's, you know, it's supposed to have a system coming through later tonight, which is going to produce some rain supposedly. And then tomorrow, um, I think it's cooling off a little bit for game two. And then, you know, Thursday if necessary. And then, you know, we'll worry about that when it gets here. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you're playing outdoors. This is, you know, you play with the elements. It's the way it is, but the twins have been, you know, you know, banging the ball out of the out of the park them on a regular basis right now, and they're getting you know production from a lot of players. And I'm just excited to see how this team responds. And I, you know, they've been they've been quietly very confident for quite a while, especially again, like I said, the month of September, uh, they've been playing their best baseball, which is what you want to have happen. It doesn't mean it's going to translate, but certainly you like your odds in this series to end the streak. I mean, I think psychologically, this game today is. Really important. You've mentioned it a bunch of times. These guys aren't the only time they're aware of this is when they get somebody get somebody asks them. Right. Well, you got eighteen games. Well, I don't. I don't think none Julian. Of, and well, none of these guys Kepler were on those teams. And, they have nothing to do. Only no, a handful of guys were with the team. Or even the aware last of it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're not thinking about any of that nonsense. But if they win the game, I think just more importantly. Um, and then you come back with Sonny Gray tomorrow. Man, I I'd like their chances a lot. Um, and we've seen Barrios is pitching for. 
Toronto tomorrow. We've seen the best of Jose Barrios. We've seen yep. the worst of Jose Barrios. And everything in between. Absolutely. So I, 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 um, I like their chances tomorrow even more than today. I, I just think Sonny Gray has just got that. Do you not know how Minnesota sports works, Rosie? A former I, Minnesota athlete coming here in a playoff I, uh, game. Do you not know? Do you I'm acutely. Are you, are you trying to tell me about Minnesota sports well, history? Apparently I am. No, I I just, I still think that's more of a pro Sonny Gray than an anti-Jose Barrios. Yeah, I mean, he could do that, but I just don't, I don't see him doing it over six, seven innings. And I, I think Gray is the guy that, the, the bulldog mentality that he has, I, I like his chances tomorrow. Um, the, the, I, I've, <clears throat> I've, I've seen a couple of places, you know, people love to speculate and talk about this, that, that, that if the Twins were to win today, game one, mm-hmm. that, Instead of Sonny Gray tomorrow, you save him in case there's a third oh, game. Oh, I see what you're saying. And then start like Joe Ryan. Huh? Tomorrow or over. Do you think there's anything to no. that? Or you just go with no. your, your, your... No. Because they're basically 1A and 1B, I think. I don't think uh, one you know. guy's that much. If I looked at... Matter of fact, if they would have decided to start Sonny Gray, which I uh, we, I kind of thought they would, and I saw talked about that, to, yeah, right. quite a bit. But I I don't think there's that big of a deal. They're they're both they're both t- very talented. Have had really good yeah. seasons for the Twins. I agree, and I know I don't you don't change anything. You just you just go with those guys, the two best pitchers you have, and and uh, you know worry about game three if, if game three is necessary. Either way, uh, then you got options, and it then ends up being I'm not saying it's more of a bullpen game, but. When it overpitched awfully well the other night against Colorado, that was, was that Friday night or Saturday. I mean, he's he's certainly capable of coming back, but um, I, I think Joe Ryan's still on target um, to start at least Game Three if necessary. But no, no, I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't, I wouldn't you know, like basically almost like throw the throw up the white flag and say, "Well, we'll worry about Game Three. No, you go if you win today, put the hammer down and and let Sunday Gray do his thing tomorrow, and and hopefully give the Twins an opportunity. But that first things first. I mean, it's just it would be. It, everything changes if the Twins can win this series. I mean, because the mentality is, oh, here we go again. The Twins can win this series. All of a sudden, they're playing Houston the next round. Man, this town is going to come alive. I mean, it's. I mean, the baseball will be back. Uh, people will be really, really, really pumped up with everything else going on. Granted, they'd open up in Houston. Um, I assume, right? They'd open up against the Texans on the road. Uh, because the Texans are, you know, uh, got the buy, so yeah, they would definitely open up there. But who cares? Having lived in Minnesota, I know quite a bit about weather patterns. You do, um, Calcutta. Oh, home plate is facing due east. Winds are coming south southwest. That means they are blowing out to left field. Oh boy, blowing out to left. Uh-huh. I think we could have a lot <laughs> of home runs today. But, and from both teams, I'm not suggesting. Yeah, that. well, I mean, I think we could Lopez see. has given up a couple. <laughs> yeah, um, yes, I, I agree. The Twins have been hitting some prodigious shots of late as well from unexpected sources. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think we'll see a few a few balls leaving the ballpark well, if you're left field. Get a souvenir. I don't remember who it was. Um, one of the Twins players was was interviewed, and his quotes were used in. Uh, a pre-series story this morning, I think mm-hmm. the Shrap Factory Westside, where, and I remember, it might have been Jeffers, but I don't recall, it doesn't matter. It was one of the twins that said, look, um, in postseason, what wins is when you when you strike a lot of hitters out mm-hmm. and you hit a lot of home runs. And he goes, we can do both those. And, you know, yeah. statistically this year they can. They have, again, their their home run total was, was it the best in the American League or second best in the American League? Maybe in all baseball, they had a, number, a large number. 
They also struck out more than anyone. <laughs> no, but I mean pitchers though. Oh, pitchers out. are striking. Yeah, they're, they're saying, that's what both he's saying. sides of it. Yeah, right, but that's what he's saying is that yes. is that we strike out a lot of the opposing hitters and we hit a lot of home runs. Though the one thing he did leave out is we do strike out a lot too. Yes. But yeah, they do. But yeah, I mean, and you know, and there is something too if you strike people out in key situations and you hit home runs in keys, you'll win a lot of baseball games. Well, simple, it's, it really and it's a lot is. of the, the little things you do too. And I think the, the Twins and listening to you know. Um, John Bonus this morning. The Twins have a, you know, their I think their base running is, is probably a little bit more, a little, a little better. Um, I think their defense overall is a little bit better. But we'll see. I mean, the, the, a lot of times it's the little things, and this is where, you know, the manager gets involved too, and and making sure. I'm sure Rocco's got a lot of things laid out as far as how he wants to use his, the pitchers today, and he's got a deep bench. He's got opportunities to do some things and maneuver some things around. But um, I, I just, you know, it's this is it's just. Stop talking about it. Let's just play ball. Spread swing on Thursday. You picked the Vikings to win. Um, first possession of the game for the Vikings. Oh. Cousins throws a pick six. Man. I text you and say, still think the Vikings are going to win, Mark. And you emphatically said, yes. I you do. stuck to your prediction. You stuck to your guns. You didn't cave. You didn't no. jump off the bandway. And you said they'll win, and they did. Your thoughts? Well, I thought, you know... I I thought they had to do something defensively, which eventually they did and turn the game around on, on Harrison uh, Smith's uh, strip sack and, and D.J. Wanham's return. Scoop and score, we Scoop like and score, as we like to call it. But, um, you know, I, I, I agree with you. I, I, I was really happy that Bryce Young started that game and not Andy Dalton. Not that Andy Dalton is the reincarnation of, you know, the, 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 the Tom Brady but of the savvy world. savvy veteran. But he's been around, and I... Uh, and that's a you know a, you know Carolina is obviously a flawed team, a team that you know has got talent, but not not necessarily. So oh, I, I was yeah no I I thought that the Vikings would would find a way, but um, I didn't expect I expect their offense I expected their offense to be more productive, and you know as it turns out it was Kirk's worst game of the season statistically, and and you know he, he had that other one where you know again he, didn't, he got hit right when he threw the ball threw a pop up for an interception, but. Uh, they ran the ball well. I was really impressed with Cam Akers. I thought two players that stood out, I mean, that were Cam Akers and Marcus Davenport. We've been talking about Marcus Davenport. Like, is this guy going to play this year? Is he just collecting a paycheck? What's going on with him? How could he have that ankle injury that lasts this long? Man, he went out there and he admitted he was gassed by the end of the game because his conditioning isn't what it needed to be. But he was he was a force. Uh, and that's encouraging, especially when you got Daniil Hunter on the other side. It gives B-Flow a more more options with that defense, especially when you're trying to corral a guy named Patrick Mahomes on Sunday afternoon. So um, those two guys, I think I think they got to give the Akers the ball even more. And then Madison had a really good game. But the sum about Akers, just he looked like a savvy running back. He just he knew how to find the hole, knew how to accelerate when, when necessary, just had a couple different gears and certainly can catch the ball. So I, I think those two players in particular – uh, stood out in uh, in a win that they obviously had to have. This is from Dumpster Chicken Guy in Minot. He says, I can hear the nervousness in both of your voices. Hmm. Common starts the show off crying. <laughs> now the fraud father's on rambling on like this is the last ride for him. I feel bad for the flyover state. that talking about well, you were kind of talking huh? like this might be. You were very. You were almost weeping over there too, wondering if this is our last chance at glory. Oh, the twins. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. This know. is a team that's building. My God, they can look at look at their the Brooks Lees of the world. And he thought you were rambling on like this is the no. last ride for him. Is this your last <clears throat> ride with the twins? Is this Me? Yeah. Oh, 
Cut back I was, this. I was, I was crying earlier today. Oh. Oh. Ten, do you hear Tenby's montage? I'm sorry oh. to say I'm going to listen to it in the car, but I missed it. I was just coming in. You've got to the be end kidding me. DJ Flex show. I forgot about that. Kenny the, Rogers. When you oh, put your heart in it. man. I'm sure it was outstanding. <laughs> yeah, I tear up. I'm tearing up just thinking. Game six, no. Kirby Puckett, come on. See you tomorrow night, the whole thing. You oh. shouldn't listen to it on your drive, though, Rosie, to the stadium. That's, I just that's, said that. That's dangerous. I, yeah. But it's dangerous to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't you listen start to crying, it. crying, you have water in your oh. eyes. Oh. on your way in. People pulled allergies. over on the shoulder. They were yeah. pulled over on the shoulder because they were crying. <laughs> well. You know when there's a heavy, heavy rainstorm and it's coming down so hard, people pull under the bridge right, underpasses? Right, A lot of people wondering, well, it's not raining. Why are these people pulled over? Yeah. Because they were crying during Tennessee's montage. <laughs> well. That's saying something. I mean, it's kind of sad. We got to go back to 1991. You missed it. We had Big Meow on um, after the after it was announced that the Wolves are returning to KFAM, right. sort of, kind of more I heart than KFAM. I, I heard, yeah. Um, and then they had Media Day, and so we we were uh, we got we got Big Meow on. Oh, you did. Okay, Big oh, Meow could have been more disinterested. I've heard that, but I heard when he we started was... talking about his golf game. Oh, he perked oh, you up? should have saw him perk up. Really? Then he started talking about 400-yard drives, great short game. Oh, yeah. So then I said to him, I go, I, how about this? I go, you and I, mano mano, one round. Yeah. If I win, I get a week. I get your pay, your one-week paycheck. If you win, <laughs> you get mine one week. And he he just paused for a second. He goes, uh, that doesn't sound like a very good deal to me. <laughs> he did? That's great. Great right. question. And he's right. It wasn't a very good deal no. for him because we found, what did we figure out, Tim? He makes how much a week? Like, that was like four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I think it was like even that. more than that. I think it was yeah. like seven hundred thousand or some ridiculous number. And you're you're at one hundred fifty thousand a week. Yeah, so, so yeah. you know that was a pretty big difference. Yeah, I, I heard he, he was uh, disinterested. Yeah, he was kind of, and not just here. No, he no, ever, that's what I mean. Yeah. Not, not, I didn't mean that well, at all. And you know I mean, what? And, and you know what? I'll tell you. My my guess is probably, and I'm not excusing him for it because yeah. when you're making that kind of money, you should be happy to go on and talk about basketball, so anything. But he's probably a little beat down by everything because you know I think he's one of those guys. Sensitive he does guy. Hear, well, in like he's there's been a lot of criticism heaped on him right. in this town, right. and and I oh, rightfully so. Well. His defensive, he hasn't been a great defensive player. He's he whines about the officials a lot and this and that and the other thing. I still think he also gets a lot of plaudits, too, because he is a hell of a player. I mean, there, I, there's nobody can say he's a bad player. Defensively, you know, he might right. have a little bit desired. And I think maybe he's like another media session. I mean, get answered the questions about whose team. Because I had to ask him, whose team is it? Is it yours or Ants? Right. And I, I even said to him, I said, you guys don't play that nonsense, do you? You don't care. Your egos are in check. And he said, yeah, that's we help each other out. And sure. We're not concerned. And I hope that's true. Because we've seen other teams My split up, including... Marbury and Garnett. We oh, all know the reason Marbury God. wanted to leave was because he didn't like the idea of playing Robin to no. Garnett's this Batman. This is not a new new concept. Yes, and no. so we don't need, you know, that's the one thing you want to avoid. You don't want Big Meow to think, well, this used to be my team. Right. Why is it his team now? And then he gets pouty, but he he said that's not the case, and I would hope not. Yeah, and Ann get, said all the right things about yeah. that relationship as well, but yeah, I mean, it's... There's plenty of uh, plenty of room. There's one basketball, but there's plenty of room. And you said the the paycheck's fine, and and you need to have, you know, the the concept of, of look at the team first. I know it's an individual can be an individual game, but if this team, and I think it's the best Wolves team they've had, I mean, with the bench that they have, and the, and I think the emergence of Jade McDaniel, who when when healthy is going to be more than just an, a you know, he's going to be a force this year. I, I just I just love that kid. 
Anyway, we got we got some time before the wolves. Yeah, start up. Uh, and th- this is a, a very um, this is a text message. That I think it, it, I think it is true. It says this prodigious home run mentality man mentality is why mm-hmm. the Twins could lose this first round series. Evidence the Bomba squad because good pitching right. beats good hitting from a midgy guy. And 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 while, while I, I tend to agree with that because that's the one thing you do fear is at least one of the criticisms I've had of, of this team, and it seems like most of baseball, is everybody's always trying to hit a home run, mm-hmm. swing for the fence, mm-hmm. swing. Even Rocco talked about it this year about, hey, sometimes it's okay to hit the ball and to play and score some runs yeah. that way, and he would like to see more of that. And I think we saw a little bit more of that in the second half of the season because if you got a guy up there and there's guys on first and second and two outs, and instead of saying, I'm going to drive this to the opposite field and get one run, and I'm going to be a hero and hit a home run, and you strike. That doesn't do anybody any good, so I hope they don't get always it's either home run or bust. I don't like that. I don't think I think we've seen that change in September, and I think, again, it's always about your two-out clutch hitting where the Twins were just god-awful when they had the bases loaded, nobody out in particular early in the season, and and the way they flipped the the script on that and and getting that clutch two-out hit with a runner in second, when you advance the runner, you do the little things in baseball that still, to me, are fundamentally how you win. Um, that that I'm looking for, you know, the players that they have on this team that are very capable of doing that. So let's have some fun. Yeah. So um, close circuit to uh, Taylor Swift. If you're listening, if you yeah. want to come early for oh. the Kansas City game and actually go to the game, we'd like that. And maybe maybe you could one. sit behind home plate with Taylor Swift. Well, I would love to do that, but the Twins won't be here Sunday. I don't. But. Uh, well, no, but she can come early. Oh, she could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. enjoy everything Minneapolis has to offer. She could come and watch the uh, these first two games and then relax. And I think A Rod's doing the game, the Twins game today, so I'll probably see him. But well, he's over there doing the game for uh, TV. Yeah. And then I think uh, I was told that A Rod today called uh, Kelsey Mr. Pfizer. I heard that. <laughs> Talk about envious jealousy. He's so <laughs> he's, envious. He can't help himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's in there in the suite. They show him once, and they're showing. They're showing Kelsey's gal over and over again. He's so bitter about it. We'll see you uh, tomorrow, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Great, I'll be great. here again. Two o'clock. Timmy, thanks for having me. Hey, great job. Uh, you as well. We're back tomorrow at twelve noon. Um, is it JG in for? Yes. Big ticket today and uh, Blet Blakemore as well. See you tomorrow. Enjoy the game. Listen back to any of Common Man's programs by podcasting on the iHeartRadio app or KFAN.com. We're coming.